Welcome. Welcome. Everything that's hot this summer. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Just an hour to go on a Friday afternoon. I hope you've got great plans for the evening and the weekend. Wherever you are in Australia, obviously there's a lot of attention pouring into Melbourne with the tennis about to start the Australian yeah. Open. Pat Cash uh, was responsible for the draw. Yesterday he told yeah. Leighton Hewitt on this very show that he'd look after him. What yep. did you do in the draw? Well, I decided to pull out... Uh, well, what actually is different these days. What they do, what they used to do is put the seeds in the draw and then play, pull out their players, the other players, because mm-hmm. the seeds are only 32 of them. Now they do it by computer. What they do is they... they I was out there in, uh, down on the uh, on South Bank today, a big screen, outdoor sort of presentation, and they... They said, okay, computer, put the players in the draw, not minus the seeds. And broop, the computer sort of randomly did it, and they put all the players there. And we noticed that Leighton Hewitt went down right, down to number 63, which meant he played one of the top seeds. Oh, no. Yeah, so, but uh, it's not so bad. He plays Janko Tipsarevic, who is a number eight player in the world, well, nine, number nine player in the world from Serbia, number Serbian number two. It's a whole bunch of good Serbians. So it's a tough match, but uh, he can win. So obviously the uh, offer of a bribe from his manager didn't pay Mate, off. It, uh, the money did not come. Oh, well. So, you know, screw him. Lousy. There you go. Absolutely <laughs> lousy. Cop that. Bruce McAvaney, he is a legend behind the microphone, and he joins us next on the KFC Summer Session. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The KFC Summer Session on Triple M with Adam Gilchrist, Pat Cash and Tony Squires. When there are great sporting moments, they all need a great sporting soundtrack. And there's no better soundtrack to amazing events than this man. His name is Bruce McAvaney and he sounds like this. players in the competition. What a delicious young player he is. Jenna running hard, still with Jenna. Brilliantly done. Oh, yes! Oh, you beauty! Uh, every time <laughs> gets me, every time. Bruce yeah. McAvaney, welcome to the show. Tony, how are you? G'day, uh, Cashy, and you too, Adam. Yeah, thanks, Bruce. Is you, um, you, you're as excited about uh, moving into this tennis as you have been in uh, previous. It looks pretty good, doesn't it? Look, it does, Tony. I was with Pat this morning, and you know, we're doing the draw out at uh, near Crown. Look, it does. Um, yeah, no Nadal, which is a a hole that yep. you know can't be filled readily because you know he's just an unbelievable player. But yeah, I mean, you know, Tomic's having a really good summer. Leighton's you know sort of doing good things, so that gives us a fair bit of Australian interest in the men's. And then uh, you've got these three incredible players at the top of the game. And then I reckon the women's is really interesting too because. Uh, Serena's probably, I don't know whether Pat thinks this, but I, I, she's possibly as good a player that's ever played the game. And um, and uh, you've got Azarenka, Sharapova, and I think some others as well, including Stoza. So, yeah, look, Tony, I am. It's, it's just a huge fortnight. You never quite know what's in front of you, but you know that nearly every night something really big's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, you've got some great matches. To, to first, some of the first-round matches are, uh, are great lineups. But, uh, Bruce, you've seen a young Aussie girl called Ashley Barty play a little bit. She's a, she's a great little player. She's got a tough first round, but I think she might be, we might see a, a new superstar on the, on the making. She's got to play. I think she's about two years away. Um, I mean, I was talking to Pat about it today, and I think Pat was in Mexico with her when we won the junior fair cup. And I can remember reading an article, oh, a year, year and a half ago, that where Fitzy, who's, you know, Fitzy's pretty conservative, said he doubts whether he's seen a better stroke player from a junior Australian. So, She's better this year than she was last year. Now, she's got a tough opponent. So Bulkov is in the final tonight. And she look, she's going to be really hard to beat. But I reckon Barty's two years away from being really serious. I think this time next year she's someone who could make a run at the Australian Open. And the year after, who knows? 
I'm interested in Pat's thoughts. I mean, can you be that small and still be the best player in the world? I mean, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? The girls are, are very big, big and hard, hitting the ball extremely hard. They're, you know, some of them are six, six foot two, six foot three in the old old measures. But yeah, v- very interesting. Um, some of the other uh, first first uh, round matches: uh, Andy Murray against Robin Husser. That's uh, he's always given him some trouble. Um, but of course, the one that we're, we're all talking about is Hewitt and Tip Saravich. I managed to pull uh, Tip Saravich's <laughs> yeah. name out. Well, you <laughs> I didn't see. The, I didn't see the money. Show me the money. I, I didn't see the money. So there you go, Leighton. <laughs> look, they haven't played. I, I had a look at their head-to-heads guys, and uh, Leighton's three one up. They haven't played for a while. They had a big five-setter in Davis Cup where Hewitt won. I'm pretty sure that was in Serbia. They had a match in Sydney about two, three, four years ago. Now, Tim Sarovic is an interesting guy because he's, um, he's, he's never had a big, big run at the Australian Open. He nearly beat Federer. And I remember on a, that, that crazy Saturday night when Baghdadis played Hewitt to all hours of the morning. Well, the reason they started so late was because Tip Sarovic just about beat Federer and everything sort of got askew in times of the times. But, look, he's been a quarter-finalist in the last couple of years. I remember talking to John McEnroe about him last year, Tip Sarovic, and he said, look, he's just a... Incredible player because he makes the most of himself. I thought, I, I reckon Leighton's probably a, I don't know, forty-five percent chance of winning that match. It, it's almost an even money match. It'll be tight, but uh, yeah, look, it's a certainly a winnable match. I'm pretty sure that. Look, I don't know, but I reckon that'll be Monday night. See how wrong I am. <laughs> Bruce, uh, just on Leighton, we we spoke to him yesterday, and he obviously uh, he's hoping to go as deep into the tournament. But as soon as he exits, he's yeah. up into the commentary box with you guys. That uh, we think, from a viewing perspective, it's a wonderful addition. The insight. How does it? What's the vibe in the commentary box to have a current player up there uh, imparting their knowledge? Yeah, no, it's fantastic, uh, Gilio. Really is. I mean, it was last year when he, he sort of made that surprising run last year because he, you know, he wasn't fully fit, and he had some tough opponents last year. Uh, yeah. And uh, every time he won a match, he'd sort of wink at us as he was sort of leaving the court. And I thought, oh, God, we're not going to get him until next week. Um, but I can tell you now, I'm hoping he beats Tipsarovich in the first match. So, yeah, but look, it's, it's a bit bittersweet because uh, to work with him is a real insight. Look, I, I work with Jim, and uh, he's fascinating, Jim. I mean, he's as sharp as sharp. But when Lane comes in the box, you know, Jim, I, I love just the energy between the two of them. And as you say, Hewitt's, uh, you know, he's out there playing. I mean, there's nothing better than that because, you know, he knows all these guys back to front. And I think for any great player that leaves the game, you know, the minute you leave the game, you're not quite 100% sure of everything that's going on in USA. So, yeah, no, look, um, we're going to be lucky. We'll get him at some stage. I mean, if we don't get him, it means he's in the final. Um, result, yeah. So it's sort of not bad, is it? I'm not sure if that's going to happen, though. I do love the fact that uh, the commentary box, rather than most footy games, you know, you perch very, very high. At uh, Rod Laver Arena, you're basically (laughs) underground. (laughs) How do you see anything from down there? Look, it's crazy. Tony, it's interesting because I remember when when we first went down there and um, it's a completely different perspective. And now we're just used to it. And where I sit, I and Jim would be the same actually because of his angle, there's a bit of the court I can't see. Uh, Not much, but but you get a great feel for uh, the bounce of the ball, the depth. Uh, And it turns out you feel like you're you're so close to touching it even though you've got a glass perspex between you and the player. So now I wouldn't change things at all. I actually prefer it from up the front. I I, I don't know what Pat feels, but I, I like it to be true. I think we probably we probably followed Wimbledon. I think they were the first guys to do it. They were doing it for years and years and years. And uh, yeah, no, it's uh, 
think Tommy just won the first set as I speak to you guys in a tie break. It's been a hell of a first set with Seppi. So Tommy's just won that first set in the semi final in Sydney. So yeah, I enjoy it, but it is Tony. It, it, it sort of it has a few shortcomings, but I think it's better. All right. Well, look, we look forward to hearing you once more. Obviously, Channel Seven currently the, the Amy uh, Kuyong Classic and the APA International on Seven Two. The Australian Open starts live on Monday on Channel Seven, and the great man Bruce McAvaney will be behind the microphone. Thanks so much for being part of the show. Oh, Thanks. pleasure, Tony. You too, Kitty. And Cashy, great to catch up today, mate. All the best. See you you mate. too, mate. See you, mate. I'll tell you what, Bruce is quite incredible. I was, I've been involved in the tennis all the time for the whole year. Bruce sees it sort of once a year, and he knew all the stats and the players, all the girls. He, he, he would know everything. And I said, yeah. said to him, mate, I said, uh, did you have notes there when the players were coming out? And he said, nope, yeah. I just uh, I just know them. Oh, he does. Oh, you've got to be me. He goes around. He's like the kid in the playground. He's, he's got 15 different coloured pens in his top pocket. <laughs> <laughs> incredible. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Love him. That's Bruce McAvaney on the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is a KFC Summer Session on Triple M. For the new grill Twister Max, KFC is taking the Twister to new limits. Good times. Well, it's happened and it deserved to happen. Of course, we saw and spoke to uh, Hugh Jackman about his role in Les Miserables. Mm. And that time we're talking about, you know, who's being an Oscar contender, will he get yep. nominated? Yep. He has officially been nominated for uh, Best Actor Oscar, as you would expect. Mm. Just a phenomenal role. be interesting, wouldn't it? He can do everything, the, that guy, can't he? The host... Yes. Reading out, and the winner is yeah. me. <laughs> you really deserve this. Uh, but he wasn't always, as he spoke to us on this show, wasn't always so confident no. about how he was going to pull it off. It's such a massive film, such a massive role. Did you ever doubt yourself? Yep. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. I kind of actually, I remember pulling Deb aside probably a few weeks before I started. It was a weird film in that we had nine weeks of rehearsal, and I said, Deb, I, I, I may have bitten off more than I can chew here. It was a particularly bad day of rehearsal. And she kind of, as she always does, she set me straight, and she said, babe, if you didn't feel that way about playing Jean Valjean, then you're not the right person for the role. So it should be the most difficult thing you've ever done. It should be hard, and yes, you're going to nail it. Now, shut up and don't mention it again. <laughs> of course, I took Mark Bosnich to that yeah. movie. And, yeah, he uh, loved it. Yeah, he? did ruin it a little bit for me after 15 minutes when he leaned across and whispered and said, is this a musical? Uh, <laughs> it is. Did you promise, Hugh, at that time that you would turn up on Boxing Day when the film opened? Have you been to see it yet, uh, No, I haven't no. got the... No. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm sure it's a beauty. Uh, he is nominated, deserves it. There's a couple of others, though, Aussies, uh, yeah. who managed to pick up nominations. Uh, Naomi Watts, nominated for The Impossible. Uh, that's about the, the, the tsunami in Thailand. And, of course, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Jackie Weaver. Yeah. Silver oh. Linings Playbook. Yep. Gee, Fantastic. That, yeah, that kind of career bloomed late in terms of an international career for yep. her. Yeah, yeah, that's great for her. I noticed, I haven't, as I said, I haven't seen Les Mis yet, but I know uh, Anne Hathaway was nominated, Best Supporting Actress, and uh, I think she should win it anyway. I haven't even seen the film, but I no, think you'd like she's, to see a she's a winner. She's yeah. a winner. She could just be in the Catwoman costume in Les Mis. <laughs> that's right. Her song is sensational in that. She is wonderful. Great performance. Yep. There you go. Go, Hugh. You are the winner. The KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Some good times are better shared, like KFC's new cricketers pack. Good Ooh. times. Is there a tennis pack? There, 
Why wouldn't there be a tennis bag? I'm not sure if there is. It's a very good idea. Uh, We we talked earlier about, just a moment ago, about the Oscars, the nominations, and three Australians have got gongs there, which is sensational. There was also, we uh, mentioned, the Razzies, slightly towards the other end of the spectrum. (laughs) Uh, These are those films that have rated the worst. So we asked you to go online, triplem.com.au, and tell us of those, which is the worst movie of 2012. Uh, The people have spoken, Mm -hmm. and they've spoken very loudly, and I wouldn't have thought, that the Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn, Part 2, would have read 80%. 80? 80? 80% have said, yes, this is smells like a turkey, sounds like a turkey, is a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. It just beat, I think the only one who got, other got a vote was uh, Rihanna's debut in Battleship uh, with 20%. So there yeah. you go. Well, We're talking about yeah. movies, Cashy. You've been involved. Yeah, I was... Um I was involved in the Wimbledon movie. Remember the Wimbledon movie? Yeah, Kirsten Paul, Dunst. Paul, Kirsten Dunst and Paul Bettany, yeah. So I, I was I was brought on board as a, a, a the consultant, as the coach, uh, and a choreographer. So I had to choreograph all the tennis scenes in there. Wow. Um, and, of course, the mo- in a movie like that, they don't want just sort of, you know, in tennis scenes, sometimes a big serve and no return. And yeah. it could be five points like that or it could be, mm. you know, winner. They don't want any of that. Every point's got to be better than the next. Dramatic. One's diving, one's this yeah. and one's that. So mm. it was actually quite tricky to turn two Two people, two actors who'd never played tennis in their life, yeah. into a Wimbledon champion. Um, yeah. Fair amount of superimposing and CGI are involved in that, <laughs> but uh, I thought they did all right. I mean, considering all. How many Razzies did that get? <laughs> yeah, I, did I get? A, I didn't think I got a nomination did for the worst choreographed <laughs> movie. Did I? Was, I saw was that a few years ago. No, I saw the film. I saw the film, and I, the tennis was terrific. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you could smell the rest of the film from three blocks away. <laughs> the KFC summer session on Triple M. This is the KFC summer session on Triple M. It's the KFC summer session on Triple M with Adam Gilchrist, Pat Cash, uh, and Tony Squires. Uh, Tony, yeah. Look, mm. earlier in the program, I, I took a little a bit of offense to you, so, suggesting that maybe I wasn't a great dad. I've got four beautiful children. And I, I, really I don't give that. a lot of advice. Mm. I get a little, I'm a bit touchy that way. I don't, you yeah. know, I don't give a lot of advice to my kids. I just general living stuff. But yeah, no, that's good. I've got to say one of the little pieces of advice that I did have given my boys now they're growing up, they're 18 and they're starting to go with girls. And, yeah. Well, I, I've, I've said to them, listen, when you write text to your girlfriend, I've got three boys, but when you write text to your girlfriend, a little love notes or whatever, yes. when, you, when you say, wish you were here, make sure you put the last E on. <laughs> that's a little bit of. I change, look, far that's, the that's year. about dating far advice. I guess. Is that from dating um, advice? Is personal, <laughs> personal experience and mistake there, Cashy? Or? Oh yeah. Well, I, te- I have almost texted that. Yeah, mm. I realize we've got to put that last. It is on. a problem though, isn't it, with the phones? I mean, I haven't had ter- terribly many bad luck stories, but last night you and I, Gilly, did go out. Uh, and look, we had a couple of yep. jars. Yep. Uh, and this morning, I had, there were several phone calls from people who had, you know, heard a lot of our conversation because I don't, my phone, I never kind of switch it off, whatever oh, you have to yeah. do. Yeah. So yeah. it just, you know, Oof. pocket rings. It's a classic pocket ring. Yeah. And happily, you know, oh, yeah. nothing bad was being said. But many people, it doesn't go quite so well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Over the> years. <laughs> yes. With that kind of technology. Well, I recall a. a some some mates coming home from a, a, the boys' weekend fishing trip, and they're on their driving back there in the in the car, and uh, one of the lads has, has rung his wife and mm-hmm. uh, just said, hi, we're on our way back, and yada yada, and anyway, I finished the conversation, and then the car discussion got on to um, a topic of what what is it about your your partner, your wife that really turns you on, and and you find attractive, and oh, and. Okay. Uh, yeah, and the discussion went along the lines, and this particular gentleman talked about how, quite interestingly and a mm. bit uniquely, I suppose, mm. uh, finds it very, very attractive and uh, uh, attracts his interest when she's knitting. 
Knitting. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, of course, it, gets home. This is, <laughs> he gets back to the seniors' uh, department. <laughs> <laughs> Opens the front door and, surprise, surprise, uh, there's his wife sitting there in the chair <laughs> knitting <laughs> away. Yeah, semi-naked. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, she said, just learn to turn your phone off, will you, mate? <laughs> but, uh, a, a good result for him, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Confirming um, his uh, affection for his wife. Well, but find exactly it can go horribly knitting. wrong, it, can't it? It can go yeah. wrong. And we want to hear those stories. I mean, that was a beautiful story, very, very positive, and we'll find out what she was knitting later. Uh, <laughs> we want to hear the horror ones. We though. want to hear, yes, <laughs> how your mobile phone, have you texted uh, the wrong person? Have you text, texted all uh, instead of just the one person? Yeah, have what, you, what, Warney, stay out of it too. One triple three five three. Warney, call now. <laughs> this is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Uh, it's a Friday afternoon, and you're listening to the KFC Summer Session for the all-new Grilled Twister Max at KFC. It's tastefully chockers, good times. The phone had can go wrong for you, technology for some people. Just wondering when it has for you, Mick. Good day. Good day, Mick. How are you, mate? Not bad. What happened? <laughs> Yeah, g'day, but, um, yeah, I was uh, trying to send a text message to my beautiful wife, and mm. her name is Danielle, but I call her Danny. Yeah. And as I was texting, mate, um, with the, the correction text that comes up, like I sent my Danny, yeah. but it, it changed the, uh, the D to a F. <laughs> <laughs> mate, it only does it if you've texted that before, and it's recognised it yet again. <laughs> It, uh, that is so romantic. Well, uh, any any reply? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think no, so. Nothing came uh, back. Rita, g'day. Hey, how you going? Not bad. What'd you text? I received a text from my boyfriend of two months, mm -hmm. and he was planning to meet another female the same day. He was meeting me in the evening. Oh, oh uh, dear. Sprung. Yeah, mm -hmm. sprung. And? Yeah. And? Was that it? I forgive him? him straight away. Oh. Um, he apologised profusely, mm -hmm. but the damage was done. Never yeah. went back. No, well, good decision, Rita, I think. Mistakes, Yeah, found out. Neville, what about you? She's a tough woman. Yeah. Oh, mate, you wouldn't believe my wife received a picture of a guy in a mankini. Total wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Neville, what colour's yours? Yeah. Sure, <laughs> mate, sure. <laughs> Obviously, this poor guy's gone out, had some manscaping done, and then this photo, and it's turned up at my wife. Mm. Texted him back and gone wrong number, and then there was about ten frantic text messages backwards and forwards. Please delete this picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that a screensaver now? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, so wrong. Uh, warning, so wrong. Warning gets some mistakes. Then you see. A man can he uh, can never be warned it's anywhere. Thank you, Neville. Visual. Thank you for your calls. This is the KFC Summer Session. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. And there's another week of the KFC Summer Session. And uh, you know, just to celebrate, I guess, that last week, we want to give you some huge prizes from next Monday. Uh, you get the chance to be part of the KFC Summer Session. Chris Kringle. It sounds like that's probably, you know, should have been, <laughs> been undusted. <laughs> We, you know, we had this idea. <laughs> we had this idea some time ago, but uh, and it just <laughs> fell down the back of the whiteboard. Uh, obviously, look, it, it makes sense. Christmas has been and gone, you know, for another year, mm -hmm. so you may well have been left with some presents that didn't really look so great. Correct. Uh, we talked about those last yep. year. So this is where our Samsung Samsung sack comes into play. You said that three times quickly. Samsung. Yeah. <laughs> I think I ordered that last night at yeah. the tire. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, weren't you surprised when it arrived? <laughs> Samsung Sack. Uh, you've got to register online at triplem.com.au and tell us in 10 words or less 
What is the worst Christmas present you've ever received? <laughs> I can't wait to see some of these. Then you could, of course, walk away with a brand new audio dock, a Blu-ray player or home theatre system, all thanks to Samsung. Samsung Home Theatres. Immerse yourself in all the action. More information at samsung.com.au forward slash TV. So that is from next week. But today, yeah. I, I just, look, the biggest thing in, in life for me, uh, as someone who basically burbles into a microphone with uh, no credibility whatsoever, is to meet <laughs> people like your good uh, self. You, you say what we think. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to love you more and more, Cassie. <laughs> Meeting impressive people has always been a fantastic thing. And, mm. and in your positions, I guess you, the, the opportunity to meet impressive people... Uh, Increases to many yeah. people who don't sort of get that chance to rub shoulders with people. Yeah. What, what about you, Pat? Are there you know people that just jump out as, as impressive? Get the, yeah, well, I get the, yeah. I've had the opportunity. I've been very lucky to meet some beautiful people, and and uh, I like a lot of spiritual leaders that that have, that I've talked to, and people like that. That's sort of my thing. But mm. I was probably the one of the most well-known people that I met that I had actually got on quite well with is Princess Di, and oh, I really? met her. Wow. Yeah, I played an exhibition thing, a match for her. Uh, her charity, um, and funny enough, I played the same for the same charity for uh, Prince William. Just turned up only a month, a month or so ago in, in London, so it was the same charity awesome. developed and developed. And uh, I got to play tennis very, with her. Very beautiful. It's very beautiful. Um, very, you know, just just very very sexy, very elegant, of course. Yeah. And uh, we play tennis together. Mm. Well, I flirt a little bit. <laughs> she's, she's a, I was very polite, and and you know, she offered when we played tennis, we changed ends, and she offered me my a, a drink. So oh, you haven't got a drink here. Have some of mine after she, you know, she halfway through. And I went, oh no no no. She said, oh, I don't have germs. I said, no, I do. Very respectful. The the um. Michael J. Fox, mm-hmm. actor, yes. uh, in his book he wrote about this I'm Famous, You're Famous club where uh, meeting other famous people, um, mm. there's, there's obviously a point in time where you suddenly join the club. Yeah. He, he spoke about as a budding young actor trying to make his way in Hollywood. He'd go to parties and, and see the famous people and, and they wouldn't even acknowledge him and, uh, and you know, he'd sort of always think if he did meet one, he'd have to introduce him. But then some years later, I think it was Family Ties and then Back to the Future and yeah. he walked in the same party. He hadn't met any of these famous people before, but they walked up, Mikey, yeah. how are you, mate? Like, you know, the secret <laughs> clubs, handshake and all that. And yeah. So you blend in. I remember in change rooms, people had come in, you know, uh, Famous people had come in, and you'd walk up to introduce. Oh, Adam Gilly, that's Gilly, yeah, you beauty. I'm in the club. I made it, but but I, I mean, Catch, you mentioned spiritual leaders. I think possibly one of the highest profile people I've had the good fortune of meeting was the, the Dalai Lama. Oh, yeah. uh, well, there you he go. Was, uh, we we play some some IPL game, Indian Premier League games up in right up in the north of India, a, a place called Dharamshala, mm-hmm. and just up it's at the foothills of the Himalayas. Beautiful beautiful part of the world and, and great countryside and, and just a bit further up into the mountains is a, a small village called McLeod Gange yeah. which is a sort of a Tibetan refuge I guess it's where the, the residence of the Dalai Lama is and our hotel is just around the corner from the, the, his holiness's uh, residence yeah. and it's amazing mm. uh, three TV channels in this uh, in this hotel yes. one was the the national uh, broadcaster Dordishan. Uh, the other one was pretty much just the, the a test pattern of some description <laughs> and the third one beautiful clarity was live feed almost big brother like from the residence of the Dalai Lama oh, so you wow. could sit there and watch his every movement 
Huh? It, it almost like Truman Show, like you Literally, know, where literally his every movement. Dire- well, there's obviously <laughs> some areas that are uh, some or uh, you're barred from access. But uh, <laughs> you know, you see him on the treadmill, having really? a little bit of a physical workout. You wow. see him in the uh, brushing his teeth. Does he have yeah. like a loose lycra when he's doing? The <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't have the sports gear on. Just uh, uh, some sort of robe or something. But it's wow, amazing, uh, extraordinary, very, very high rating too. Yeah, I didn't I see that. <laughs> see the advertising on there, but but we had the the uh, all. Also, uh, a greater good uh, fortune of, of sitting and uh, with him the next day after one of our games up there, and, and a chance to ask questions. And there it was, very intimate little group, a couple of cricket teams, and all the hangers honours around that. Yeah. And uh, question time, and, and, and basically he was short on time, so he, there was only one question allowed. And, and, and Yuvraj Singh, a, a, a big Indian cricketer, big name over there, he stood up, and everyone was waiting for this. You know, words of wisdom from His Holiness and, um, you know, what, what's the question going to be? And Yuvraj got up and said, who's your favourite player? <laughs> uh, just missed the point, I reckon, just missed the target. And I don't think Yuvraj is going to go into a career in journalism that after that. Uh, the second question on what's the meaning of life, he just yeah, didn't get there. Just didn't get there. <laughs> this is the KFC Summer Session. You're listening to Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. KFC Summer Session on Triple M with Adam Gilchrist, Pat Cash and Tony Squire sadly drawing to a close for the week. Still another week to share with you. Uh, Gilly, the cricket, of course, if you want to know the, any, any uh, live updates, you can go to triplem.com.au. Phil Hughes was great today, 100, yeah. 112, I think he got. Great is, statement. Yeah, wow. yep. Good statement in front of a, a, a packed MCG. Well, wasn't was packed <laughs> with, with seats. There's not many bums on them. <laughs> well, I did see. I don't know. If we didn't mention it. It's yeah. in the last couple of days. Uh, people around the country might have read that there was four Smurfs arrested yeah. for assault Sorry. down in Melbourne. Um, <laughs> some sort of fracas outside mm-hmm. a little Seven uh, Eleven or a it had to be a little uh, convenience yeah. store. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine that. Take that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they were uh, dressed up as Smurfs. These guys. And I've just seen. Gutsy move. I've just seen in the crowd at the MCG. What? A smurf. Your Dalai yeah. Lama, uh, who would yeah. be very amused by that story. I understand there was a, a There is a, a footnote what, yeah, what's the footnote? to that one. Yeah. I sort of felt that maybe Yuvraj Singh, with that question, wasn't as respectful to His Holiness as mm. perhaps it could have been. But uh, I forgot to mention that I also had uh, a mate of mine up there just sort of touring around India at the time and visited and watched a couple of the games and he had the opportunity to come along to that little sitting with right. the Lama and uh, he uh, has a little bet going on with his mates that uh, one of those ones where let's see who the most famous person you can get a photo with uh-huh. whilst holding a little plastic sheep. Oh, yes. I know. So People I used to carry bears around and yeah. do that sort of stuff. That was yeah. popular for a while. It's, Absolutely. Yeah. What, you're saying it's not popular now? <laughs> well, I hope, I hope not. That's a pretty <laughs> stupid thing if you ask me. Well, the sad thing is I spent the last 10 minutes of our sitting with His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, yeah. about 30 metres away in the corner of the room with a long-range lens, <laughs> snapping photos of Rob, my mate, standing in sheep. So, um, yeah. We, I, I think he's going to win the bottle of grains yeah, that they had on a, offer. I, it's trying to beat. Think who, who may be more famous as Barack Obama, I suppose. Yeah, the Queen, Queen the Pope. Yeah, well, well he's up he, there. Do you believe they believe in reincarnation? <laughs> he will probably come back as a sheep, perhaps a plastic one. <laughs> well deserved. As I said, uh, next week we will be back and just re- again remind you get that, uh, go online at triplem.com.au. Tell us in 10 words or less what is the worst Christmas present you've ever received, and you could win that terrific, the brand new audio uh, dock Blu ray player. A home theatre system, or thanks to Sam 
Samsung, Samsung Home Theatres, immerse yourself in all the action. More information at samsung.com.au uh, TV. And, Gilly, you're not with us next week. We'll be talking no, to you on the oh, phone, yeah, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll absolutely call in a few times. And... Yeah. Can I just say one thing? <coughs> Gilly, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. it really has been sensational to sit next to you. I love him. It's been a pleasure. He's somehow, he's, he's very masculine. He's, he's, got, he's very physical. He very turns me on a little bit, I've got to be honest. Oh, 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 I'm getting out of here. I'm not sure how it went. Thanks so much, Gilly. Thanks so much. Oh, the chair. Oh, the we'll chat with you next Monday. Have a great weekend. In the years, in the years. The KFC Summer Session for the all-new Cricketers Pack at KFC. Perfect for sharing good times. Oh.